we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for August 30th, 2021. Um, I'm going to probably have to limit this to two parts, uh, getting an extremely late start on the night. Just so much breaking information constantly, so many inquiries coming in. Um, have to make uh, concessions regarding the ministry, me being just a one-man person trying to do all this. Um, so it's probably going to come in the form of just not as many parts um, in order for me to answer all the emails that I'm getting to try to process all the information uh, I just can't do it all so um, I'm gonna go ahead and start us off here with the prayer against witchcraft and uh, then we'll get right into the study father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we plead the precious uncorruptible blood of Jesus over the body of Christ the innocent ourselves our families and everything that belongs to us we ask for your giant warrior angels or whatever kind of angels are necessary to be loosed from heaven to surround us and protect us. As your war club and weapons of war, we break down and damn and blow up all walls of protection around all witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, and the like that are attacking us. And by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we break their power and all their curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, death destruction, sickness, pain, torment psychic power psychic warfare prayer chains and everything else being sent our way or our family members way or to the body of christ and the innocent and, and we return it and the demons and the devils and the evil entities and the fallen angels to the senders right now sevenfold and we bind it to them by the blood of the lord jesus christ father we pray these lost souls will find the light of your son jesus their own snares and traps have been set against themselves now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we now loose them from all mind control of satan Father, we also ask that you bind the Holy Spirit to their hearts as a guide to your son Jesus, so that they may be set free from the bondages of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, I'm going to get right into this, cover as much as we can. Uh, Afghanistan updates, kind of just want to give some updates on that. There's some, you know, really big breaking things on that. These are just headlines that I'm reading here. Each one of these is clickable, and um, just some of the headlines from this week. U.S. officials gave... The Taliban, a list of Americans and allies before the deadly bombings in Kabul. Uh, the list included names of American citizens, green card holders, dual nationals, and Afghans who served alongside U.S. troops. Now, they, they're doing all this on purpose by design in order for when they pull out and they leave all the Americans behind and all the Afghans that helped us, that they'll all be um, uh, slaughtered in um, the most horrific way imaginable. That's why our government... He's doing this, the Biden regime in particular. Um, it's not a mistake. It's all calculated. It's done for maximum death and destruction, and particularly uh, for the Christians and those that have any kind of righteous bent to them because they want them gone. Uh, Marines killed in Kabul airport explosions were killed by the U.S. Uh, the, C, the, the C-4 that was used and the Sem Semtex left behind uh, was... C4 and Semtex left behind by U.S. forces during the withdrawal. So they left, uh, was it 85, let me see, 85 billion. We left behind in military weapons and equipment, all grabbed by the Taliban in Afghanistan. Again, by design, that was done on purpose so that they would be well-equipped and well-armed in their satanic army. Okay, so um, they know, you know, what they're doing. Stranded and abandoned and begging for help, Marine Vet brings us heartbreaking tales directly from the ground in Afghanistan after botched withdrawal leaves the Americans 
to the Taliban. These are just different headlines. Feckless coward Biden goes against G7 and bows to the Taliban. He's he's going to honor. They've done nothing, but he's going to honor his commitment to them to, you know, make sure that he honors the date that he said they're going to pull out, which is, you know, very very soon. And like we should honor these, you know, devils that are um committing like the worst atrocities that you can possibly imagine but birds of a feather flock together so obviously biden is going to honor any commitments that he has to them being the fork-tongued devil vessel of satan that he is uh former state department air wing contractor stationed in both afghanistan and iraq uh checks in on the state department's lack of planning then warning of grim situation in kabul national security crisis 5,000 known terrorists are have been released then White House doctor explodes on Biden, pushes his resignation. The um, the case, and then the case to bring up Joe Biden and Democrats on war crimes and treason. Yeah, the, the problem is, is nothing ever happens with any of this ever. So I don't, I don't really hold out a lot of hope. I hold out hope for when Jesus comes back and sets things right. Uh, but it's just like the whole Q movement, which they're they're giving you all this false hope about, and they've been doing it for like I don't even know how many years now. Hurry up and wait. The arrests are are either gonna happen this week, or um, you know, all of these lies and false promises that just never ever end. With with the with the Q movement, which is still going strong, because you know I I still keep seeing their posts and things of this nature. Uh, then we have one hundred thousand Afghans fighting age male muslims from what i saw sharia law loving ready to kill the infidels have been evacuated mostly and i'm assuming i don't know if all hundred thousand are coming to america but some might be going to europe wherever they can be used of satan to do the maximum uh amount of damage for his kingdom that's where they will go uh, tons of them are, are coming here and are, have already arrived we have evacuated 100,000 of them while only evacuating 5,000 Americans. <laughs> so there you go. If that, who knows? Uh, let us go ahead and play this video here real quick. 100,000 versus 5,000. Does anybody have any idea what I'm talking about? Any notion at all? I didn't think so. 5,000 represents the number of U.S. citizens that have been successfully rescued and brought back to the United States. Or at least they're in transit to the United States. Now, this was his stats from a couple days ago. Care to guess what the 100,000 is? Anybody want to guess? It's the number of Afghans that have been relocated. Now these are official figures. These numbers are not in dispute. In fact, today, when Ocasio-Cortez was confronted by a member of the media on this, what do you think about this? She says, oh, we have a duty to bring in at least 200,000, if not more. Okay. A good number of these people are not vetted. They're traveling without paper. Should this surprise you with this administration, just look at the collapsed southern border. If you had someone who's 
interpreter. They have the paperwork to show they work for us. Welcome in. Welcome. But on the other hand, if you're just along for the ride, how did you get on the airplane without papers? I want to know, how did they get these people on? While Americans are standing in line and we're putting undocumented Afghans in front of Americans. Oh, they've been vetted. But they're, but they're going to, they don't want to disclose, you know, what they really are. Guaranteed, they made the cut. They made the satanic cut if they're coming here. But they'll say, oh, well, they're undocumented. Well, they wouldn't want you to know what their full resume is. This is, in the media, folks, this isn't even, they're not even hiding this. Right. This is in your face, America, we hate you. No one's upset. No one's ready to say, hey, I'm done with this administration. Why, why would he say no one? <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton of people that are, that are extremely enraged over what's going on. There are some big things that are coming. And not of our choosing. Not of our choosing whatsoever. And we're going to have to decide how we're going to react to them. We're going to cover some of those in a later broadcast. But how do you put people on a plane? And in fact, some of these people, this is what was reported on Fox today. Some of these people getting onto these planes leaving Kabul have no documentation. And Afghans with documentation are being passed up for these people. What the heck is going on? What could possibly explain this? Well, I told you, obviously, what it is. They're, these are terrorists. These are, these are Sharia law-loving, um, infidel-killing, um, mass-rapist, goat-raping, Islamic-Muslim terrorists. Sharia law-loving. And, I mean, they're the worst of the I mean, I told you, Afghanistan is the worst, one of the worst places on the planet regarding Islam. Can dancing boys of Afghanistan, that is their culture. Raping little boys. Pakistan has their chai tea boys. I'm sure they both do. Well, if that is your culture, and I mean, we're talking, it it's not a crime. It is everybody, all the males evidently do it, or most of them, or whoever's into the Sharia law stuff. The law enforcement doesn't enforce. I've said talked about the documentaries i've seen if that is your culture then there's not a whole lot you're not going to be capable of are there just americans lined up and say yeah he was my interpreter he may not have papers but let him on is that what's happening in the majority of ten thousand people evacuated we have right now an estimated 12 to 15,000 americans trapped behind enemy lines and we're taking out foreign nationals first who does the American government supposed to represent? If they cannot work towards the safety of Americans, it is an illegitimate regime. Does anybody want to debate that? What are we willing to do about this, I think is the question. I don't see any way that Americans aren't going to perish. 5,000 versus 100,000. You should be furious that's it for the okay so we have that um 
well, you know, a lot to pray about. And then, and then we have this. Then we then we really switch gears into the beyond even. You know, I, I apologize about this next amount of content. This is uh, definitely mature content here. Um, so just give you a little heads up if you want to pause things, get any children out of the room. As of August 22nd, today, Sunday, Israeli news reports. This is from um, Israel365news.com. The Taliban is going door-to-door executing and murdering Christians in Afghanistan. The Taliban has a hit list of known Christians they are targeting to pursue and kill, which the U.S. Embassy, or, or which we have given them that list via Biden, the Biden regime, as we just talked about. The U.S. Embassy is defunct and there's no longer a safe place for believers to take refuge. All borders to neighboring countries are closed and all flights to and from have been halted, all by design, with the exception of private planes. People are fleeing into the mountains looking for asylum. They are fully relying on God, who is the only one who can and will protect them. The Taliban are going door-to-door, taking Christian women and children the Christian people must mark their houses with an X if they have a Christian girl over 12 years old so that the Taliban can take them. If they find a young girl, um, if they find a young girl and the house was not marked, they will execute the entire family. If a married Christian woman, 25 years or older, has been found, the Taliban promptly will kill her husband and do whatever they want to her and then so i don't understand the, the whole age thing I, I mean i would kind of think that they really wouldn't be that worried about the age thing if they're willing to rape goats and camels and in in uh donkeys and stuff like that as we've documented over and over and little boys what are they going to care about oh you're 12 years old or, or you know i just i kind of have a hard time believing that part of this like that that's going to be a big uh factor for them um, it's, it's just, you know, it's hard for me to believe that. Uh, they will kill her husband, do whatever they want to her, and then sell her as a sex slave. Husbands and fathers have given their wives and daughters guns and told them that when the Taliban come, they could choose to kill them or kill themselves. It is their choice. The Daily Wire reported the Taliban terrorists are going through people's cell phones, searching for Bible apps that would indicate they're Christians. There's other things they're searching for, too. Um you know if they have any contact with any westerner i believe is one of the things as well the christian nonprofit organization sat-7 north america and there's a link to that reported that the taliban are pulling people off public transport and killing them on the spot if they're christians or considered ethnically unpure of course this is all being suppressed in the mainstream news because they, they want you to think it's all great then we have this report which is is even worse than the last one taliban doing the unthinkable to the dead bodies of their victims a female afghan refugee using the name muskan told india's news 18 on saturday the taliban fighters are raping both live women and the dead bodies of their victims like i said if raping little boys is part of your culture and you think that's no big deal there is nothing off the table, satanically, for you. Necrophilia, which is having sex with dead bodies, why would that be off the table? You know, bestiality, 
you know, sex with animals. Why would that? No, none of it's off the table. Because these are the most depraved, sick, twisted devils that essentially walk the earth. And this is why I've done so many reports exposing Islam, the religion of peace, over and over and over in the past 15 years. News 18's account described Muskan as a girl who left her job in Afghanistan and fled to New Delhi after her life was threatened by the by a jihadist group. The article did not say when she left Afghanistan. Um, uh, and Muskan said, when we were there, we received numerous warnings. If you go to work, you are under threat. Your family is under threat. After one warning, they would stop giving any warning. Meaning you got one warning and that was it. Now, I don't know what the warning was. Like, get out or you're going to be killed. Then she said they rape dead bodies too. They don't care whether the person is dead or alive. This is the kind of evil that they're exporting to America. I'm sure probably to Canada, to Europe, wherever they can export this level of demon-possessed insanity, they're going to do it. They don't care if the person's dead or alive. Can you imagine this, she added. Muscon claimed the Taliban is seizing women from each household and towns they conquered and planned a horrible destiny for any woman suspected of working for the U.S.-supported Afghan federal government. So that's evidently one of the criteria. Or if you're a Christian or, you know. So a lot to pray for there. Um, hard to even comprehend that level of evil. But I have, I've warned about them over and over. So none of this really surprises me. What we're seeing. Um, switching gears, U.S. government to force farmers to destroy their crops. This is a very short video, and I've I've reported on this in the past, but now we're just we're getting more and more reports of this. Um, go ahead and government asking farmers to destroy them. So me and my coworker got talking today and something came up that I didn't really think about when my dad mentioned it to me. He's worked in the agriculture industry for over 40 years. This year, farmers are being offered 1.5 times the value of their crops to destroy them. They're also being told by the federal government they will not receive subsidies for farming if they refuse to destroy their crops. What does that mean? That means that the farmer cannot afford to provide you with food based upon the taxes the government is levying on him if the government doesn't in turn give him back his tax money to provide you with food i the cuss is there okay and well they're not going to subsidize them if they don't destroy the crops they'll pay them more than what it's worth and they want them to destroy it and they'll still get their subsidies and, and again why would you do this unless you were just totally pure evil and satanic and you wanted to starve your citizenry out we're willing to i mean that guy at the unlimited printing press we're willing to pay you 1.5 times your crop value pretty good deal to destroy them that means i mean they're going to pay you more than you're going to get if you don't do it they won't subsidize you which is why you just don't get in bed with the government at all if you can ever avoid it uh, and you know if you don't go along with them because this is blackmail then they'll, they'll cut out your subsidies and and uh you know, 1.5 times, I mean, that means you don't have to do any of the labor, really, that you would normally do 
other than destroying the crops, you wouldn't have to do any of the actual farm work labor to get the, the, those crops to market, which would also save you a tremendous amount of money. But the only reason to do that is because you're trying to star starve your populace out. That's it. They're trying to create a food shortage. We've got eight months to get our own food supply. We're, we're probably going to be facing mass starvation. Good luck. Now, I've reported on that many, many times. So I'm not just using this one source. I've We've reported on that many, many times over the last two to three years. That same dynamic that, they, that our government is doing. All right, let's go further. Uh, here's just another little short video. More banks are closing accounts and limiting transactions. Are you ready? And these are just some different things I want to give my listeners heads up a heads up about i have a very good one for you today because there are more bank closures there are more shenanigans with banks shutting down accounts cutting credit lines limiting transactions and doing things that are going to damage each and every one of us and if you don't think that this can happen to you you're kidding yourself but uh, before I get into it, please take a second, hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, and share this with all your friends and colleagues. I am in Dana Point, California. Uh, that right next to me is the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. I am in the big grass park that overlooks the ocean, which is very cool, free to come down here. You gotta pay for parking, but you come down to the beach, you've got basketball courts and uh, People fly their kites on this hill on the weekend, and this hill is really tall. People get carved inside the country, and this should concern each and every one of you. Tesco Bank out of the UK just announced, T-E-S-C-O, Tesco Bank, just announced that if you have a regular checking account or bank account, they're closing all the accounts in November. November, at the end of November, November 13th, I think is the date, but by the end of the month, they will have no more checking accounts. So. You need to go out and get yourself a new checking account immediately if you are a Tesco customer. Now, you can say, Dan, how does it affect us here in the United States? It's, it's not a big deal. This could happen here overnight. Uh, I was in a bank today asking the manager questions, and whoa, 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 you're asking way too many questions about things. We haven't heard any things. Are you guys limiting transactions? Yes, we're limiting transactions. And we don't want people to take out much cash. We want them to try to get cashier's checks. So again, it should concern you guys. If you're banking with Wells Fargo, you should be concerned about what you uh, have inside the bank and what you can and cannot take out of the bank, okay? So Tesco Bank is a huge bank. They've got insurance, they've got uh, grocery store chains. They're a very, very large company, but they diversified into checking. Now, they're going to maintain their credit cards, they're going to maintain credit lines and things like that, but they're getting rid of checking accounts. So that should be a concern for you guys because this could be trouble coming here. Now, I have a woman named Selma, who is a subscriber, who wrote me out of Spain. And Spain is limiting cash transactions right now. This should freak every single one of you out because no transaction in, in euros can be over 1,000 euros right now in cash in Spain. That's crazy, guys. Uh, I, I got a question for you. What if you need to go buy a car? What if you need to go buy equipment and the vendor says cash only? And like I said, well, what if you have five 1,000 transactions? You can't do that. They will fine you if you go out and have multiple transactions over a thousand dollars a piece. So how do you solve this problem? I don't know. By the way, that's the Pacific Ocean behind me, which is nice and big. Um, but 
what do you guys do with this stuff? So this is a concern. It's happening worldwide right now, and it's going to come to a city near you. Now, you know, all oh, you guys, oh, everything's great here, Dan. It's great in Davenport, Iowa. Idaho's fantastic. You know, Texas is great. Florida's great. It's all fantastic. But guys, this is a problem. You know, Jerome Powell's little story time about how great everything was is awful. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are talking about that. And in this video, we're going to share some of the experts and some of the names over Dan that you've heard of that are recommending that things are not as good as they say they are. So get yourself prepared. If you have too much money in the bank, I, I have a business colleague who sold her business. And I told her, hey, if you have over 250 grand in one account, you're a fool right now. And uh, conversation got real quiet. And I said, you need to have multiple accounts right now. Now, that's a heck of a problem to have, okay? I don't have that problem. I'm sure you don't have that problem. But she's got over 250 grand in multiple accounts in, in one account. So if you think that these banks could not flip a switch and close and make it incredibly difficult for you to get your money, you are kidding yourself. So and again- I have been warning about that for years and years and years. Anything that you have in paper or that's in digital, uh, when they decide, let's say, to pull the switch or whatever they're going to do, however that's going to play out, you could literally lose every single bit of that overnight. So at bare minimum, you want to have, um, <clears throat> like, if you had a lot in paper, I mean, I wouldn't have anything in paper personally. I, I don't, I, there's just way too many things that could go sideways where, you know, they could overnight where you couldn't have access to any of it or maybe you'll get you know 10 cents on the dollar or something like that so it's good if you had that level of money to diversify into uh precious metals and um the other things that are more tangible uh, but as i've always said in the past if you're going to go anything with precious metals i do not advise you to create a paper trail and if you order anything online you're creating a paper trail Okay. Um, and I've got into that. Just keying precious metals in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done I've done studies on that where we got into that where we made more a little bit more specific recommendations. But anyway, I, I wanted to give you a heads up on that. Um gonna get into the COVID stuff now. And um the first one, which was one of the biggest things that happened this week that I wanted to address up front was Pfizer seeking full Indemnif indemnification for their second kill shot not even in production yet okay but their current kill shot which is still under emergency use authorization you will still have to waive any liability to get that jab meaning you cannot sue pfizer if you die or get injured by their current covid kill shot now, that whole title that I just gave you, it took me a little while to craft that because that basically, in a nutshell, gives you what they're doing. Um, I'll just read this, and I think everything will become clear as we go. Indemnity is a contractual obligation of one party, the indemnifier, to compensate the loss incurred to the other party, the indemnity holder, due to the acts of the indemnitor or any other party. While many mainstream media outlets quickly ran with the story that Pfizer's existing messenger RNA injection for the Fauci flu was given the official green light from the FDA, 
supposedly making it easier to mandate the kill shot. Others are saying that the FDA issued approval specifically to BioNTech, a German vaccine corporation, for a Chinese virus injection that does not exist. Um, and that's the Cormanati. Yeah. Cormanati. Yeah. That's the one that they actually gave the approval for. It doesn't exist, though, yet. It hasn't even been produced yet. Uh, BioNTech, as you may recall, partnered with Pfizer to produce the current Fauci shot that is being administered under the Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA. It turns out, however, that this is technically a different shot than the Cormanati, uh, Cormanati branded one referenced in the FDA's recent approval announcement. So this second shot got the actual approval from the FDA. Now, I understand it's it's all garbage. It's all, you know, based on lies. But um, this shot isn't even going to be available, it looks like, until 2023. Um, it would seem as though there is a mass mind control con job taking place right now in which the usual suspects are peddling a confusing, if not false, narrative that the current Pfizer injection uh, has received full approval from the FDA. But it hasn't. According to Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the messenger RNA technology, the official FDA documents do not indicate, based on his own readings, that full approval for the Pfizer injection currently in use, okay, the one that, that's under emergency use, the one that's killing people now, it does not appear that that one, um, that full approval for the Pfizer injection, the one they're using now, has arrived. He says that it is coming around in 2023. To be sure, be sure to watch the multi-part interview below to learn more. Um, I give you links here. In case you're unfamiliar with Dr. Malone, he recently blew the lid off on the dangers of administering the messenger RNA injections in the middle of a pandemic, fearing that he might be assassinated for coming forward with this information at the time when the government and the media are aggressively pushing the shots as the final solution. As a result of his fake of this fake approval, the press reported that the vaccine mandates are now legal for military, healthcare workers, college students, and employees in many industries. Because that's you know they, they were announcing that all over the lamestream prostitute media. Uh, New York City, Bill De Blasio has now required the vaccine for all teachers and school staff. Uh, the Pentagon is proceeding with its mandate for military service members. So they gave this FDA approval on a shot that's not even going to be be here for years. But they said the shots are kind of interchangeable. So the shot that you're that they're giving now is still under emergency use, and that means they can't be sued. Okay, it's a sleight of hand, but they're acting like that this current shot was the one that got the FDA approval. When that's not even the case, it's a lie. But they're hoping that the American populace doesn't do their homework at all and just thinks, oh, we've got to go along with it now because Satan said that it's mandated or it's got full FDA approval. The Pentagon is also proceeding with its mandate for all military service members. There's a huge real-world difference between products approved under Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA, compared with those that the FDA is fully licensed. The EUA products are experimental under U.S. law, which are what these current kill shots are. They're, experiment. They're experimental. Both the Nuremberg Code and fed federal regulators provide that no one can force a human being 
to participate in this experiment. And under U.S. Code 21, Section 360, blah, 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 authorization for medical products for emergencies, it is unlawful to deny someone a job or an education because they refuse to be an experimental subject. Instead, potential recipients have an absolute right to refuse EUA vaccines. They're just hoping you never find that out. They're hoping that the lies and the, and the mass pressure that they're putting on humanity, they won't even, humanity won't consider that, even though they don't have, they can refuse these EUA vaccines. U.S. laws, however, permit employers and in schools to require students and workers to be, take licensed vaccines. Well, you know, uh, that is also, as far as I'm concerned, a, a total satanic lie from the pit of hell because you, you're not going to ever uh, tell me that U.S. laws can force me to do something. Like put some kill shot into my system. I could care less about what Satan is telling me to do, in other words. EUA-approved COVID vaccines have an extraordinary liability shield under the 2005 Public Readiness and Preparation Act. That's why they want to keep them under EUA. Because they have all that full liability. Can't sue them. They could kill you dead in a bag of hammers. You can't do nothing against them. That's why they want to keep the current vaccines under emergency use, but make you think that they're actually F they've been FDA approved. It's a total lie. I hope I've it's a little confusing, but I hope I've relayed what they're doing here. Vaccine manufacturers, distributors, providers, and government planners are immune from liability. The only way an injured party can sue is if he or she can prove willful misconduct. And if the U.S. government has also brought in an enforcement action against the party for willful misconduct, no such lawsuit has ever succeeded. So again, it's just one more satanic lie they're trying to foist on humanity. And this is Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the messenger RNA vaccines and RNA as a drug. Um, I would be really super ashamed of that, but this is him. And I, I don't know, I guess he's come over to the good side. I don't know. This is him being interviewed by uh, Steve Bannon. Dr. Malone, I'm a simple guy. Uh, I'm confused because of what CNBC and everybody's running around with Pfizer, 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 Pfizer. When you look at the letters the way you've broken them apart, these two letters, they've actually, and I want to go back to what you said about the data. There's really no data. But they've authorized the use of a vaccine. Does that vaccine currently exist? If I want to walk down, not that I'll do it, but if I want to walk down to the doctor today and get the vaccine, can I actually get the one that, quote, unquote, has this kind of sketchy, shady FDA approval? Is that available right now to the best of your knowledge, sir? It's absolutely not available. So the, the little trick that they've done here is they have issued two separate letters for two separate vaccines. The Pfizer vaccine, which is what is currently available, is still under emergency use authorization, and it still has the liability shield. The, 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 once again, the mainstream media has lied to you. I'm sorry to say that. I know it's a shock to this membership. But the, the product that's licensed is the BioNTech product, which is substantially similar, but not necessarily identical. It's called uh, Comirnaty. I think that's how it's pronounced. And it's not yet available. They haven't started manufacturing it or labeling it. And uh, that's the one that the liability waiver will no longer apply to. 
So the one that's actually licensed is not yet available. And when it does become available, it will no longer have the liability shield. In the interim, the one that does have the liability shield is the Pfizer product, and that's what's currently available, and it's still under emergency use authorization. So that's no change. Okay. The press has just not done their work and figured out what's actually yeah. going on here. Fine, but that's why we have geniuses like you. I just want to make sure I, I, something's clear to the audience, and we're, we're, look, we're trying to be fair to the FDA in this whole process, the CCP virus. Um, the emergency use authorization, as it currently stands by the FDA for Pfizer, does not allow its use for children under 16. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. The this uh, the, the the overall blanket uh, approval for the uh, for the for the other one for BioNTech or whatever it's called, the one that's not fully done yet. Does that include? Is the way you read it that does not include uh, a full FDA authorization until at least 2023 or 2024 when these other studies. Are, are completed, correct? That's the way I read it. That seems to be the way it's written. And by the way, in terms of the timelines, I just wanted to go back to that. Um, there's a statement that the BLA acknowledges, so that's the, the, the license for uh, um, the BioNTech product. Here's the language. The BLA acknowledges long-term myocardial issues with a five-year follow-up, which is consistent with the lower range of long-term follow-up for gene therapy products. It appears that, that banging on them that they haven't applied the gene therapy checklist may have succeeded. And they appear to now, without acknowledging it, being starting to apply the requirements that are applied for gene therapy products. But in terms of the cardiac issues, they acknowledge that the myocardial issues will require a five-year follow-up. But once this, is, once this is in place, can the, F, the FDA would then have to come back and issue an emergency use authorization for, this, for the second one for children, correct? That's clearly not done right now. Is that correct? <clears throat> I, I would imagine that what they will do is an emergency use authorization for the pediatric population for Pfizer. So that will keep Pfizer indemnified because that's something that Pfizer has been seeking in all of their worldwide contracts with other governments is full indemnification. They will not sell you vaccine unless you waive liability if right. you're a government head of state or whatever. Yes. So that's the always, Pfizer always position sure. is we don't want to own the liability here. and We want to be able to kill you and maim you and make as much money as we want and we don't want there to be any consequences on our end is, is basically what he's saying well, that, that raises the question what is it they're so scared about if these are fully safe vaccines why does pfizer all you have to do is look at this at the cdc's own pathetic little statistics of what the tiny little bit that they're releasing where there's over twelve thousand deaths and over you know six hundred thousand adverse reactions and that's just a small fraction of what I updated my um, the um, injury list, it's up to sixteen or seventeen pages now, an eight point font of just headlines. I, I I put three different newsletters up this weekend before I did this study. I don't know a couple of days ago, and um, one of them was the updated. One of them was just a newsletter, and one of them was the actual COVID um, recommended nutrients to be taking it's the most updated streamlined one that i've put out as of yet and it's got its own dedicated um pdf 
So uh, that's what I'll be referring to. I might, and I'm probably what I would do with that one is just update that one instead of creating new ones. Just continue to update that one whenever I have a new batch of information that needs to go into it. Uh, but that, that's basically this video. I wanted you to get a little bit more clarification on that. And then we have this one: Pfizer's 15 million in political donations buys them medical tyranny and fake FDA approval, even though we know it really, it, the, the FDA approval was a total sleight of hand. Joe Biden is the number one largest political donor of Pfizer, meaning Pfizer gave Joe Biden's political campaign more money than anyone else. So obviously, this is a big reason why they're having such favor in um, this emergency, this this fake approval process uh this is much like donald trump is johnson and johnson's biggest kill short so kill shot supporter but it's funny because they gave pfizer gave money to donald trump as well so it's just i just think he's more beholden to johnson and johnson I, I think um you know i think probably because they gave him more money most likely i'm gonna go ahead and play this i asked at the top of the transmission and a couple times since where do you think Pfizer ranks on the list of corporations for political lobbying in terms of dollar amount where do you think Pfizer ranks on a list of political contributions for corporations in a dollar amount and of course why are we asking this because Pfizer got the FDA approval as we accurately predicted they would uh, at the exact time so that they could mandate masks heading into the end of this year at the beginning of the school year and then really hope to get a big outbreak in the fall and the winter you didn't have much last year the death rate did not go up last year last year the numbers were pretty much a hoax uh, this year you may actually see it with the variants spreading from the vaccinated the vaccinated people causing the variants yes that's just mainline science they admit that and something's going around with it the mask is probably causing bacterial pneumonia so you may actually see in the year 2021 there actually might be a little uptick in the death rate there was not in 2020 but there might be a little in 2021 but so here we go this is all publicly available pfizer in terms of lobbying in the year 2020 was ranked 25th among corporations of over 5500 and they paid out in lobbying in the year 2020, $10.8 million. And their political contributions in the year 2020 were $4 million. Oh, and they got the approval. But it's it's not even about the approval. The approval is just a, a political maneuver at, at this stage of the power grab. But... What the important thing is, they already made billions of dollars. So think about it. They invested in the year 2020 $15 million to politicians. That's not even mentioning however much goes into television media with the big ad campaigns. We all know big pharmaceutical companies spend more ad dollars, I think, than any other um, industry on earth. So, I mean, you're talking a lot of influence. You're talking a lot of money. And they already made billions of dollars with the emergency authorization use. And that's what it was really all about. So you want to know why Fauci and the media and everybody else, you want to know why they didn't want you to talk about ivermectin? 
You want to know why they didn't want you to talk about hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamin D? You want to know why they didn't want you to talk about Regeneron and, and, and uh, steroids and some of the other treatments that may have worked? Yeah. Because they were all... Again, you know, we've done studies exposing Regeneron, Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Yes, if you had no other choice and you were in a hospital setting, evidently, where they didn't want to put you on a ventilator, I'm not saying that, you know, if you were on death's doorstep, don't go that route, okay, as opposed to taking the kill shot. I'm not saying don't do that, but all of those drugs have a ton of side effects that I've not seen one one organization talk about at all. And I, I know, you know, I, I don't like to make blanket statements, but I'm sorry, I haven't seen it yet. Not yet. I've done uh, specific dedicated parts multiple times on hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, Regeneron, which is uh, uses a cultured off, they use aborted fetal cell lines in the manufacture of Regeneron. Um, so I just am of the opinion that it's better to support your own immune system keep your own immune system strong and we're going to get into that subject today and go that route as opposed to um not doing that and then putting yourself in a position where you're at the mercy of the medical pharma cartel and at bare and hoping that you might get some type of doctor that would give you something like hydroxychloroquine as opposed to wanting them to bring you into the hospital setting, diagnose you with COVID when maybe you don't even have that, and then get you on a ventilator, which they'll get another 39 grand on Medicare for that, and then blow your lungs out and kill you with the ventilator. Okay. Um, I just, I have a lot of mixed feelings about the drugs for the obvious things, but anyway tank for Pfizer. Pfizer made their investment in the year 2020 and they got their kickback big time in the year 2021 with the vaccines. And now they've got the approval, which the political class is just going to try to use to mandate them on us, even though they're still technically in trial stage. I covered that yesterday. I still have the document because it's so key. Where they admit, here's the document, I'm going to hold on to this because it's so shocking. They admit that they will not release the studies. So you're in the clinical studies of the Pfizer vaccine right now, and they will not be releasing the studies until the year 2025. You're the test subject of this vaccine. But the media is paid out by Big Pharma. The politicians are paid out by Big Pharma. And it's all right here. Now, now I'm just going to go here because I don't want to be too long. Who do you think... Who do you think was the number one recipient of political donations from Pfizer in the year 2020? Anybody want to take a random guess? Anybody want to come to my ear take a random guess? It's a really hard one, guys. Who do you think it was? Joe Biden at $381 million from Pfizer, wow. Biden. Now, he might even know any of this is going on, quite oh, frankly. Yeah. Come on. Oh, but. Come on. Oh, Biden, what do you know? $381 million they gave to his satanic political campaign. Biden gets the most money of anyone else from Pfizer political donations. And then what are the top three? Democrat Senate Campaign Committee. 
DNC Services Corporation, and the list goes on. The Democrats have the top five. Now, sadly, you see the Republicans had quite a significant donation made to them as well. Of course, because they're two sides of the same wicked coin. So that's why the Republicans aren't pushing back too much against this, at least in, in totality. And sadly, there's Donald Trump actually right there, too, at number seven. <laughs> now, then he goes on to defend it, which is what they always do. They, they, I'm surprised he even, I'm really, really surprised he even said anything about Trump. And it's weird because, you know, Trump is so pro Johnson & Johnson because he's so in bed with them. We got into that last week. We gave you, you know, all that information last week regarding Johnson and & Johnson and, and Trump. I'm really surprised Owen Schroer would, would even hint at that. But, you know, Pfizer's playing both sides of the, of the thing. Um, they're wanting to make sure that, that I just think that Johnson & Johnson gave a whole lot more than Pfizer did to Trump. So Trump is going to go and be more loyal to where the most of the money's coming in. And for him, it was Johnson & Johnson. He's got more ties to them. It probably goes back further. But yeah, they're, they're still giving to both. Two sides of the same wicked coin. Okay, so then the next report, proof that Trump and the American government knew and planned for the pandemic months in advance. Trump oversaw a scripted pandemic scenario in 2019, along with executive orders he signed soon after to get the vaccines produced. And he takes credit for it, and he brags about it. And while Trump and a few other Republicans are... are are heralded as saviors and demigods, a small and steady group of dissenting voices continue to grow, realizing what Trump is really all about, accepting the bitter pill that Trump did not drain the swamp, but made it bigger and inserted more swamp creatures. Um, but if you are one of these people that is glued to the far-right media and, Q and the QAnon outlets, you might think that every little thing Trump says or does touch, uh, touches on amazing. Well, here's some headlines just about Trump. Trump says the COVID vaccines could be should be called the Trump scene, like a vaccine Trump scene. Um, he, I've given you all of his, uh, you know, press releases where he's talked about that I gave you that big, beautiful shot and you should be thanking me because if Biden was in office, it would have taken eight or nine or 10 years or it might have never got to you. And, you know, he's, he's unapologetic. He's, he is not apologizing about this. He still doubles and triples down on this to this day. And yet, his base still continues to give him, make excuses for him. Like, I didn't want you to hear all the excuses that, you know, Owen Schroyer was going to give. Because it's amazing how they think they're so um, enlightened about things, and yet they're so blind regarding Trump. The, another report said, remember when Trump spoke at the World Economic Forum with his good friend Klaus Schwab, the architect of the Great Reset? Yeah. I reported on that recently. I played the actual clip where he's on stage with them. They're good buddies. Two different uh, World Economic Forums where Trump showed up and Klaus Schwab was there. Trump spoke at both. Then Trump undoes the executive order to, quote, drain the swamp hours before leaving office. He is a, a devil. He's always been a devil. Then... Uh, Epstein connected to Gates divorce. Uh, Epstein was connected to Gates divorce. Documents show Epstein and Trump raped a woman. Well, one of the many they raped, as we've got into that over and over. I've got like a 60-page document just on all of Trump's 
debauchery and sexual um, deviancy. Got like a, I got like a 60 page one on just Trump's stuff he's done in office mostly. And then another 60 page one on all of his connections to Epstein and all the deviant sexual stuff he's done over the years. It's been legion, legion, including raping children. And the payouts that were made to keep that hush hush. Yeah, I've, I've got I've covered this in previous studies. Very very few people though on the right want to hear any of that. They don't want to hear any of it, you know, because the alternative to them is just too far, uh, too horrific for them to comprehend. Meaning, oh, there's there is no savior. There is no savior on the right that's going to come along and, and and make things right. No, our only savior is Jesus Christ. That's it. Uh, these this shows a picture here. Um, are just a handful of the people Trump inserted while claiming to be anti-establishment and draining the swamp. These are just a small smattering of people. An update of the corporate takeover for government. Um, these are different pictures. I don't know who they all are, but one is an oil lobbyist that runs the DOI. Another is the, a coal lobbyist that runs the EPA. Another is a farm executive that runs HHS. Another is a billionaire heiress that runs education. Another one is a private equity kingpin that runs commerce. And then another one is Gold Sachs X executive that runs the treasury. Are you tired of winning yet? Because remember, that was one of his themes. You're going to be so tired of winning. Yeah, right. Then, next report, Pentagon mandates the kill shots for American troops and plans to re-educate the troops who refuse the COVID vax, and Japan ditches millions of contaminated Moderna uh, kill shots. 2021, Pentagon official announces all military personnel are required to get the Pfizer vaccine. All active military must get the vaccine as soon as possible. 800,000 service members still haven't gotten a shot and could face court-martial if they don't. Those who haven't gotten a shot face a wide range of punishments if they don't get one, from sitting down with a doctor to have the risks of refusing explained <laughs> all the way up to a court-martial. Military law experts say it's possible that a service member who refuses could be dishonorably discharged. That's right. Court-martials usually reserved for things like dereliction of duty or even up to uh, mutiny and that sort of thing. Murder, even. I mean, the court martial is essentially the uh, internal uh, judicial system uh, within uh, the military, and now uh, they will be facing that punishment if they refuse to get the experimental vaccine, which has not, despite their claims to the contrary, been fully uh, approved by the FDA. They've simply extended the emergency use uh, authorization and the uh, full you know, uh, acceptance of the vaccine cannot be done until the trials are completed, which will not be completed for several years. So when they keep saying the FDA has fully approved the Pfizer vaccine, that is simply a lie, but they're using that lie in order to encourage people to get the vaccine. Which is uh, what we just covered. Especially in the military. Uh, this is not so much about getting the vaccine, in my opinion. This is more about Sort of the same thing that we saw immediately following January 6th, where they claimed they needed to shut down all military operations in order to weed out the extremists in the military, a process that's still continuing. This is a weeding out scenario here as well. They're simply going to eliminate and discharge anybody who refuses to follow unconstitutional or unlawful orders. Pentagon Press Secretary Admiral John Kirby suggested Wednesday that troops objecting to the mandatory coronavirus vaccines might require 
counseling. That's right. He's proposing re-educating troops who object to the COVID vaccine. Kirby said during a press conference that there would be exceptions to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's vaccine mandate across all branches of the armed forces, but that anyone who objected for reasons outside very specific parameters would be subject to counseling from both medical professionals and their chain of command. So you can go ahead and insert that uh, video of Darth Vader saying uh, we will find ways to motivate them. You can uh, get religious exemptions or you can have pre-existing conditions that preclude vaccinations. But if it's an objection, and this is a quote, but if it's an objection outside those two frameworks, the individuals will be offered a chance to sit down with physicians and have that physician communicate to them the risks that they're taking by continuing to not want to take the vaccine, Kirby said. They will also be offered a chance, offered a chance. Don't you love the way they phrase this? Yes, you'll be offered a chance, just like murderers are offered a chance to go to prison. And just like, uh, you know, uh, abusive husbands offer their wives a chance to learn why they shouldn't have cooked, uh, shouldn't have burned dinner like that. We're offering you a chance to sit down and learn your lesson once and for all. They will also be offered a chance to sit down with their chain of command and their leadership to talk about the risks that their objections will impose on the unit and on the force and on their teammates. Sit down and offered a chance to be re-educated to the right way of thinking. Quote, I can't give you an exact answer to every hypothetical situation, Kirby responded. But there are, it is, once you mandate it, as we've done, it's a lawful order. It's a lawful order, and we fully anticipate that our troops are going to follow lawful orders, he concluded. In other words, if we say it, it's a lawful order. And if it's a lawful order, then you must follow it. Therefore, if we say it, you must follow it. Therefore, just do your duty and just... Follow the order. Don't think too much about it. Don't have your own personal objections. Don't have your own even religious objections. Just do as we say. Refusal to do as we say unquestioningly will resort in a court-martial or expulsion from the military. It's a weeding out process. Those who are not willing to unquestionably submit to any and every order from their uh, supreme command will uh, be eliminated. This is in preparation for other orders that will be coming down the line very shortly, folks. It's getting bad, but it's going to get a lot worse before it ever gets better. Unless, of course, we change things. Unless, of course, we do something about it. Unless, of course, we recognize what's happening here and reverse the trend. Until that happens, it will continue. Japan, meanwhile, stops the use of 1.63 million Moderna do doses over contamination. Japan will halt the use of 1.63 million doses of Moderna's COVID vaccine after reports of contamination in several vials, drug, drug maker Takeda and the health ministry said Thursday. Takeda, which is in charge of sales and distribution of the Moderna shot in Japan, said it had received reports from several vaccination centers that foreign substances have been found inside unopened vials. The firm said it had informed Moderna and requested an urgent investigation. Contaminants were seen in 39 unopened vials in eight vaccination locations in central Japan, including Tokyo, according to national broadcaster NHK. So there's so much graphene oxide and other contaminants in these kill shots that I, evidently some of the batches, they're, they're able to be seen. Now, I, I, I believe this is 100% universal, ubiquitous across the board. They're all contaminated every single kill shot uh if you probably put any kind of neodymium magnet just let it sit on the side of any of these you would probably start to see metal accumulation or most likely graphene oxide which is highly magnetic uh <clears throat> we've we talked about last week where they were putting the vials under a microscope and it was just a 
horror story of what they were seeing with the unopened vials under microscopes. So um, uh, Japan is 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 um, trying to police these things, and uh, you know we'll see if anything comes of it. Well, they they did though. I mean, they did. Um, this is the actual report. Japan has discovered a contaminant affecting millions of doses across hundreds of vaccine injection sites there. And a health ministry official describes the contaminants as magnetic and possibly metal. Again, most likely graphene oxide. This means that people are, in fact, being injected with substances that respond to magnets. Well, and obviously, this explains why the COVID vaccines are allowing magnets to stick to people's bodies. You know, particularly soon after the injection, while the, subs while the um, injection... Uh, is more concentrated in the injection site you're going to have greater response to magnets in that now a lot of people are magnetic all over once these things get into the body uh, again though we've been being chemtrailed you know i saw something the other day where they were finding it in cereal now and i believe they've been probably trying to put this graphene oxide into us for a long time in in different in various ways it's in the masks it's in the tests it's in the kill shot and it's also in the chemtrails in other ways. So uh, this is why I'm so big on that knack, the N-acetylcysteine, to um, get that out of the body. And fulvic acid also helps to purge the, um, the metals out of you. And, and it specifically in response to becoming magnetic, fulvic acid is the thing that does that best. Whereas the knack is just specifically regarding trying to get the graphene oxide out of the body, the N-acetylcysteine, which converts into glutathione in the body, which we've talked about a lot lately. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, that is, um, those are very, very important things. I, I believe to be doing, I, I do it every day now. Every day I'm taking pretty much always fulvic acid and, and always, always the NAC, you know. And there's a lot of other benefits for the, from those supplements as well. So, um, the Epoch Times reported Japan announced on August, uh, August 26th that it's suspending the use of 1.63 million doses of the Moderna kill shot due to reports of contamination. It's a substance that reacts to magnets. It could be metal. A minister, well, yeah, confirms everything we've been talking about regarding these kill shots. The Moderna confirmed receiving several complaints of particulate matter in the vaccine vials, uh, distributed in japan but said it had found no safety or efficacy issues related to these reports you read that correctly there's some sort of magnetic possibly metallic contamination in the vaccines but the vaccine manufacturer which is satan claims that there's no safety or efficacy issues what else are they going to say <laughs> that the vaccines are dosed up with graphene oxide which responds to magnets and external electromagnetic fields <laughs> no they're not going to say that you know which basically then you get into the whole thing with the hydrogel and, and the quantum dots and you know uh, that will give away the whole agenda if such truth were acknowledged the message to the japanese health officials is clear stop looking at the vials just inject your people and do as you're told uh then this just broke today joe biden's top health advisor uh anthony fauci said that the u.s is on track to administer covid booster shots every eight months again this will be ongoing and never ending if you so choose to get into the system until you're dead essentially on a sunday's appearance of msnbc's meet the press fauci claimed that the federal government is taking a flexible approach to when americans will be urged to take a booster shot 
he said, quote, we're still planning on eight months, though, basically. Uh, meaning a booster shot every eight months. Now, I've, I've heard a lot more aggressive campaigns. But remember, this is all beta testing. This is all testing the waters to see what kind of public reaction that that will produce. Uh, so he said eight months was the calculation that we made. Fauci told the host Chuck Todd. Then we have this. A groundbreaking preprint pre print paper by the prestigious Oxford University Clinical Research Group published on August 10th in The Lancet, like the most reputable medical journal in the world, includes alarming findings devastating to the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. The study found that vaccinated individuals carry 251 times the load of COVID-19 19 viruses in their nostrils compared to the unvaccinated. 251 times. That's over 25,000%. Not 251%. It's 251 times the viral load of the unvaccinated. And you wonder why the vaccinated are making the unvaccinated really really sick especially if their immune system is not um has not been primed to handle these extreme viral shedding events that are happening with the vaxxed most people are not prepared if they're unvaxxed they're not and we're going to talk about that today to and, and again i've said this from the very beginning they're going to be the vaxxed are going to be used as vectors viral shedding vectors of you talk about a super spreader that's what they are and that's what they're designed to be it's killing them but it's also trying to kill anybody that it can infect the jab allows the vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first. Well, now that, that can't be the case all the time because a lot of people are just dropping dead, you know, and all the adverse reactions. But, you know, some people aren't seemingly responding that way. Now, then, then there's the whole angle about a lot of people, potentially their first shot was a saline shot. So that factors in too so anyway i'll read that last line again the jab allows vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first transforming them into pre-symptomatic super spreaders the phenomenon may be the source of this of the shocking post-vaccination surges in the heavily vaccinated populations globally the paper's authors demonstrated widespread vaccine failure and transmission under tightly controlled circumstances in a hospital lockdown in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. The scientists studied healthcare workers who were unable to leave the hospital for two weeks. The data showed that fully vaccinated workers about two months after their injection with the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine acquired, carried, and presumably transmitted the Delta variant to their vaccinated colleagues so i guess they were the vaccinated were even infecting the vaccinated obviously the unvaccinated as well and you could say well there's no there's no um validity to the delta variant it's just another lie they're putting out well yeah but 
these people are becoming these viral, I mean, obviously with the spike proteins, the viral shedding of the spike proteins via the vaccinated, that's what they're calling the Delta variant, essentially. Okay, and then whenever that becomes the Lambda variant or whatever, it's, it's always going to be coming from the vaccinated. They almost certainly also pass the Delta infection to the susceptible unvaccinated people, including their patients, which we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Then, next report. This ends the debate. Israeli study shows natural immunity is 13 times or 1300% more effective than vaccines at stopping the Delta variant. Dr. Fauci and the rest of President Biden's Biden's COVID advisors have been proven wrong about the science of the COVID vaccines yet once again. After telling Americans that vaccines offer better protection than natural infection, a new study out of Israel suggests the opposite is true. I've reported on this before, but this is just a rehashing of things. Natural infection offers a much better shield against the Delta variant than vaccines, meaning your own immune system being exposed to it okay offers a much better protection against this delta variant than being vaccinated the study was described by bloomberg as the largest real world analysis comparing natural immunity gained from an earlier infection to the protection provided by the one of the most potent vaccines currently in use a few days ago we noted how remarkable it was that the mainstream press was finally giving voice to scientists to criticize president biden's push to start doling out booster jabs. Well, this study further questions the credibility of relying on vaccines. Given that the study showed that the vaccinated were ultimately 13 times as likely to be infected as those who were um, infected previously that were unvaxxed and 27 times more uh, likely to be symptomatic. Alex Burinson, a science journalist who has repeatedly questioned the efficacy of the vaccines and masks at preventing COVID, touted the study as enough to, quote, end any debate over vaccines versus natural immunity. Because there is no debate. Natural immunity is better, which is obviously what I've been saying ever since I've been in ministry. Our God-given immune system that God gave us is better. Now, if that God-given immune system is not supplied and primed, with the right things and you're exposed to the vaxxed well you may be in for a very very rough time doesn't mean that the vaccines are better okay doesn't mean i mean we this study proves that but a lot of people are very very deficient in the like the nutrients that i've went over time and time and time again and as a result, when they're around one of these biological weapons, these vax, vaxed horde super spreaders, or God forbid, they're around multiple of them in a closed space, and they don't have the, the nutrients to feed their immune system, and let's say they're eating standard whatever, their adrenals are shot from drinking too much caffeine or smoking or whatever, or too much stress or not getting enough sleep, which also affects your immune system in a horrific way. They've never done detoxification. They're vaccinated themselves. Well, you know, that's kind of like worst case scenario. Uh, this goes on to say, new Israeli preprint shows natural immunity to SARS-CoV-2 is far superior to any artificial kind. 
anyway just kind of restating what we already said now um then we're going to get into some comments from listeners this is from a longtime listener lawrence uh, who works in hospital and i entitled this medical pharma cartel lies and propaganda covid19 is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated this is what they're telling their hospital workers um Lawrence said, hey, Dr. Scott, my buddy got this email to him today. We both work for Novant. This, for a corporation to come out and say this, this is very worrisome. Now, I'll read you what it says. This is from them, Novant Health. COVID-19 is now a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Now, we played you a lot of the news clips, I think, in a previous study where you had the, that soundbite, that exact soundbite going over the prostitute whore mainstream lamestream media in america where they were saying over and over covid 19 is a pandemic of the unvaccinated covid 19 is a pandemic of the unvaccinated driving that into your head okay um they um then it says we are prepared to care for you during the coronavirus pandemic and then it says vaccine updates fda approves pfizer vaccine which is a lie okay because we just stated to you how that's a sleight of hand and, and how that's really a lie because um, for the reasons we got into. The Food and Drug Administration gave full approval to the a total lie to the Pfizer COVID vaccine, sparking hopes that a new wave of Americans who are weary of the vaccine will now get the kill shots. I put in the kill part. Okay. So again, they're doing all these kind of things to cook the books, fudge the numbers as usual. Um, he goes on to say that um, for a corporation to come out and state this, it's very worrisome. This year, I believe they will have the pandemic that they wanted last year due to the fact that they primed 50% of the U.S. population. And I, I think he means with the kill shots. My hospital is very busy. We have 130 COVID patients at this time, and we're not in fall yet. Now, who knows what PCR tests they are using, but both the unvaccinated and vaccinated are being admitted and they are both very ill. So it's a combination. We are heading into some bad times, brother. I, I emailed them back and I said, yes, the vaxxed hordes are getting sick and shedding their spike proteins to the unvaxxed. And I, I cited the study I just cited, which fully vaxxed healthcare workers are carrying 251 times the viral load, pose a threat to the unvaccinated patients. Okay. So they're using the vax to infect the unvaxed, and then they blame it on the unvaxed. Oh, another thing that they're doing. Th this is another way that just uh, broke this week that they're cooking the books. The CDC is counting people dying within 14 days of the kill shot as unvaccinated. And this is a new Centers for Disease and Control Prevention study, there's a link to it, is being used by the mainstream media to fearmonger and lie to Americans and to try to coerce them into taking the kill shots. Um, they're doing it, basically what they're saying is that when you look at the CDC chart, okay, on what they consider fully vaccinated, partially vaccinated, or unvaccinated, what it... What it essentially means is if someone was hospitalized or admitted to the ICU requiring mechanical ventilation um, or they died within two weeks of getting the jab, they are being counted as unvaccinated if they had um, gotten the, the vaccine within two weeks. I mean, well, that's, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard. So if you get the jab and die within two weeks, that means you're unvaccinated. 
we're talking absolute total red level insanity. Like, like I said, this is just pure, a pure satanic. Um, there's no truth in anything they give you. It's all lies. It's all based on satanic lies. So there, there's no, um, nothing that they will not stoop to, you know. Next report from also from uh, my listener Lawrence in in the uh, uh, in the hospital system there. Um, we just heard from him, and I entitled this listener hospital care uh, hospital healthcare professional comment COVID in the ICU. And he said I was working in the ICU in, in intensive care units this weekend, and just about all the patients there are diagnosed with COVID and are unvaccinated. Now, what they consider unvaccinated. <laughs> You know, does it fall into that classification on the CDC? I, I would suspect it does. Okay. Uh, regarding the two weeks and, and you know, on the, on the kill shot. Anyway, these patients are not all elderly like in 2020. We have patients in their 20s and 30s. Not sure if it's, if it's the Delta because Delta variant because our hospital still uses old PCR tests, which are not accurate anyway. Yeah. But something is making people very sick, especially the unvaccinated. Well, it's it's the spike proteins that are being shedded by the by the vaxxed hordes, you know, which is what I war- I've been warning about when they before they ever implemented the kill shot. I said it's going to be the vaccinated that are ultimately going to be the worst problem, and that's why they're so desperate to get the kill shot in so many people because they know that each one of those is going to carry 250 times the viral load on this, you know delta variant or let's just call it the delta variant and infect the unvaccinated the unvaccinated that do not have uh their immune systems primed and ready to deal with this type of of biological weapon which is what we're dealing with here we're we're not dealing with the normal every year okay um coronavirus flu or not coronavirus i mean coronavirus common cold or influenza a or b we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with a GMO Frankenstein bioweapon that is being produced via and through the vaccinated hordes. And the more vaccines they get, the more they produce. The more spike proteins they're generating. And this is why they're so desperate to get more and more into people. So that's the problem. The vaccinated hordes. But I, like I said, they're going to blame it all on the unvaxxed, of course. Um, we do have some vaccinated patients throughout the facility that are COVID positive, but most of our COVID patients are unvaccinated at this time. Again, what they consider unvaccinated, though, we just covered that, and that, that could be a very dicey proposition. I work in a 900-bed hospital, and we currently have 140 cases, and this is rising every day. We're only in August, and I'm very concerned about this fall and winter, what it will bring us. The pandemic they wanted last year may occur this year via the priming of the public, via the gene editing, spike protein producing vaccines. Yes. So I I want my listeners to have a handle on what's going on, on, you know, all of of, of the lies they're trying to commingle with this and what is actually happening here. Uh, the, another one, another um, longtime listener who is an emergency room nurse, okay? Um, she says, I'm sick as well. I work in the emergency room and I've been around a lot of people that are vaccinated and I came down with COVID on August 17th. I've never been so sick in my life. I 
take care of myself. I work out. I eat right. I take lots of supplements. It still knocked me right down, and I'm still recovering from it. I thank the Lord I didn't have to go to the hospital. This is some very serious stuff. Okay? So there's... Now, I don't know exactly what supplement she's taking. Okay? But um, we're dealing with a bioweapon here. We're dealing with... I've made general immune system recommendations in the past. Well, listen... I've got my immune system recommendations. I just revamped that document and I posted it as a dedicated document. It's at the top of um, contendingfortruth.com. Now it'll be it'll be a little bit lower, but you'll see it. I mean, I'll, I'll what did I? Yeah, COVID nineteen recommendations and supplement protocol PDF. Okay, um, I'm going to just update that particular document, and every time I do, it'll it'll be up more at the top there, but. I'm going to get into that more, more in a second, okay? I'm going to break down and, and get into that a little bit more here. Uh, but let, let's read this next comment, and then I'll kind of talk on this subject more. Then I had this listener comment, and I said, this is getting very serious. This is from a lo another longtime listener who just lost her unvaxxed husband this week after being around vaxxed family members. Okay, now I'm keeping her anonymous here. Um, she said, hi, Dr. Johnson. I wrote you a while ago about the colloidal silver. My husband passed away on Tuesday, August 24th. He was sick since August 1st and didn't, and it didn't occur to me until after he was sick for a few days that we were around family who all had the vaccine. Okay. So they went, they were around family, probably in an enclosed environment. They had all got the vaccine. They were all unvaxxed. Okay. Um, it does not appear as though they were taking, unless I'm reading this wrong, any really thing for their immune systems. I don't know. I didn't get that indicator at all. Uh, it's still quite a shock, and I'm in, in a deep grieving process. I wish I had done more for him, but I truly didn't know what to do. It's like I have all the information now after he was already in the hospital. Now, I have nothing but love for her. Nothing but love, okay? But I was very confused. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in all humility, I was just super confused when I read that. Um, because I'm like, I didn't know what to do. It's like I have all this information now, which I'm assuming she saw my, my document I posted. And I have all this information now after he was already in the hospital. Well... I was perplexed. I was confused when I read that. And I've gotten um, kind of that same thing from other listeners where they're like, I can't find your your COVID protocols. I, I, I can't find it. I don't know what to do. I have no idea. Guys, I did a keyword search for my COVID protocol. Now, I've been eating breathing, sleeping, this, since January before last January, okay? We're moving into September. So we're looking at about 21 months. I started posting my COVID protocol, even though we didn't even have the vax at that point. I started, and now it's, it's a lot... It's a lot more refined now. We've learned more things. We've learned other things that help it. But I started posting my COVID protocols, really early on okay 
I did a keyword search and I found it 33 times. 33 listings for audios with PDFs and the new and also newsletters where I have posted my COVID recommended supplement protocol. I did a, a keyword search just for protocol for coronavirus on my website, contendingfortruth.com, and I got 33 times where I've posted this in the last 21 months. The last time I posted it was on 726 of 21. Part four, okay, so that was basically about a month ago. I posted recommended protocol for coronavirus um, and then all the other stuff that goes along with it. Nebulizer recommendations, the whole nine yards, okay. I give you a link to that. I give you a link to where I searched and I found 33 listings where I also posted it in the last 21 months. So I myself am confused when I get an email and I got nothing but love for her. Nothing but love. God bless her. I'm not like wanting to browbeat anybody. I, I just am like, I don't know what more I can do. Yeah, that was, I guess, the first time I actually posted it as a dedicated document. But I've been posting it all along in newsletters and in the PDFs. 33 times. And no, I'm not a 30, 30 degree free man. I could do, you know, another post and then it'd be 34. I expose Freemasonry over and over. I just, I just, I didn't really, I was confused. I'm just a little confused over the whole thing. Nothing but love to her, okay, and her family. And, and this is what I said. I, I'm so sorry. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you all. Um, yes, I'm going to cover this tomorrow. Um, as these vaxxed hordes are vectors of death and shedding the spike proteins. And if you don't already have the immune system supplements in your system, see, this is the key. See, before, when, let's say we go back before the vaxxed hordes hit in, in early this year or whatever. Okay. Well, before, let's just, let's go back to 2019 and before that. We were never dealing with anything. We were never dealing with a bioweapon like this, okay? Um, it wasn't as crucial to always have your immune system primed and in tip-top shape. It wasn't always necessary for a lot of people because we weren't dealing daily with the vaxxed hordes shedding their viral weapon on us. Now, I don't even work in, in the public domain, but if you work in the public domain and you're around these people, all I'm saying is it's a, it's a whole different ballgame, guys. And I don't care where whether you buy the supplements from me or whether you get them elsewhere. You, all I want you to be is on them in some way, shape, or form. Now, if you buy different brands, just make sure you do your research and you're getting a quality product. Don't buy ascorbic acid vitamin C that's made from GMO corn, which is what normally they'll call vitamin C. I try to bring in products that are high quality. I, I use professional lines. Now, I'm getting to the point where I'm having to turn people away now regarding that one order for me. I'm, I'm basically right now dealing with people that are longtime customers at this point because I don't know how much more I can deal with on my own. Taylor's got like... A full-time job in in 
studying for other stuff that she's doing educationally and and I am I am maxed out basically uh, but um it, like I said if you if there's anything you pray for me pray pray for me more energy so I can just get more done <laughs> that's probably the biggest thing I could have um, but we're dealing with a whole other different ball of wax now than we've ever dealt with ever in the history of I dare I say mankind since God made Adam and Eve. I don't think we've ever dealt with anything like this. So the things that you used to be able to get by with, with your immune system, you won't be able to get by with that anymore. Yes, the unvaxxed are being horrifically affected at this point, which is what I warned about before the kill shot was ever, I mean, we knew the kill shot was coming, but before it was in play, I warned this scenario. I warned it just took a little longer for us to get here. I think it took a little longer for everything to just ramp up. Um, so what I said to her is you have to have the immune system supplements in your system ahead of time before you're exposed to them. If you're not doing this, it could be a very dire situation. Now, if you knew you were going to be around a lot of vaxxed people, and especially if it's in an enclosed environment, you're just going to, my best advice is to actually just to have the supplements in the system all the time. Okay. Every day. And then if you still feel like you're, st you're coming down with something, then ramp up on the supplements. I'm not saying you have to do the silver every day. The silver acts like a secondary immune system. Okay, but it does not replace or feed your primary immune system that is reliant on many different nutrients to stay strong. Now, I've said that many times before, but I think a lot of people think, well, all I need to do is the silver. Well, no, <laughs> that's not. Number one, that's the most expensive option. If you're relying on 5,000 part per million and five so miles over protein, that's an expensive option. Now, if you're doing like a 15... 30 drops a day, it's not near as bad. But if you're relying on that for immune system function, understand that is not going to feed primary immune system function. What, what is going to do that? Well, just let me go over these, these nutrients with you just real quick. Okay, these are the things that feed primary immune system. This is what are the top nutrients I list in my recommended protocol for coronavirus. They are selenium. Selenium is highly antiviral by nature okay they are vitamin c for me that is the number one at the very 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 top of the list but again not ascorbic acid gmo derived corn gmo corn derived ascorbic acids which is what most of the time you're going to get if you just go into a health food store and grab something off the shelf um zinc hugely important it's a big reason why people lose their taste and smell because zinc has a ton to 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 do with taste and smell and they have found that in people that that die of this you know covid vaccine shedding which they call corona well covid19 that almost every single time the reason they die they end up having zero zinc levels in their body the only reason this hydroxychloroquine even works is because it mobilizes your own zinc stores and against the virus okay that's the reason that it works if you're low in zinc hydroxychloroquine will not work okay 
So zinc, another huge one. Calcium, calcium is huge. Now, you're like, calcium? What are you talking about calcium for? Okay, let me just read this to you really quick. This is from Dr. Royal Lee. I learned this information a long time ago. Calcium for me, the two things I do every day. Well, I, I, yeah, I do a little bit of selenium. I do zinc. But the, my two big things I rely on every day because a low-functioning immune system is the reason that I got into alternative health care. See, for me, this is just my life, okay? I, I do this every day just because, and I don't get sick if I do it, but with the stress I'm under and everything else, if I didn't, I'd be in really, really sad shape, let me tell you. Um, the, um, okay, I got I got a, 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 a email a long time ago. Do you recommend taking Tylenol to break a fever if the fever gets too high along with colloidal silver? My reply, yes. I never advise this unless the fever is, is above 104 for an extended period of time. Fevers are a God-given attribute of our immune system designed to kill pathogens. Things like bacteria and viruses increasingly do not do well when we have an elevated body temperature. That is why we get fevers in order to kill the bad guys in our bodies. Also for the COVID-19, I did a report on people that were dying in Italy and the UK and they had almost all been taking ibuprofen ibuprofen prior to the virus overtaking them and them ending up in the hospital meaning they were trying to lower the fever and they ended up needed to go into the hospital because they were trying to do they were trying to actually fight something that is a god-given protective mechanism which is the fever in our bodies okay um, most people are not aware the role calcium plays in the immune system. It is actually one of the chief fuels upon which our immune system runs. White blood cells are the main tool our immune systems use to destroy foreign infectious invaders. Okay, White blood cells. White blood cells use calcium as the main fuel to propel themselves and destroy these invaders through a process called phagocytosis. If we don't have enough usable calcium in our body, our immune system cannot ramp up and get to and kill these foreign infectious invaders. It's like having a guided missile with no way of getting it off the ground. Consequently, if you have a low amount of usable calcium in the system, forget about having a strong immune system. It won't happen because it cannot happen. And calcium is not something that can be manufactured in the body unless we leach it from our own bones, which over time would lead to osteoporosis. One of the main signs we are deficient in calcium during the throes of an infection is a really high fever or body temperature for an extended period of time now if it just spikes and it goes down that's one thing but i'm talking about a fever that just won't break well that means you don't have enough usable calcium typically okay a controlled fever potentiates potentiates all parts of the white blood cell function from form formation of them calling them out of the storage pool um, first and the bone marrow second and to calling them to the site where they need to be to fight the infectious invaders it makes them move faster it helps them perform their function faster as well this is a well-known fact i mean if you know about it but most people have no clue about what i just told you about no clue one of the things that got me in alternative healthcare field was a poorly functioning immune system. I found one of the main components in building a strong immune system is keeping calcium reserves high in the body, especially if you're in a environment like we're in now. Okay. So, um, the, anyway, calcium. Okay. And then vitamin D3, which has a lot of interplay with calcium in the body. Okay. That's, that's another huge one that has a big time immune system function. Then iodine. Iodine is, is highly um, uh, 
antimicrobial. It's 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 incredibly. It's it, it's like um, an internal antiseptic. It's it's amazing what iodine can do. Um, now I've also put in here NAC, the N-acetylcysteine, to specifically target the graphene oxide in our systems, and then also the fulvic acid, which goes after the magnetic components. Okay, so. Those are the things that I am talking about regarding COVID-19 that I would 100% place the most importance on. I didn't even mention silver. I only would keep silver in reserve unless you were like, okay, this is in me. I'm already taking the nutrients. I'm still getting sick. Then you institute the silver, okay? The 5,000 part per million. So I give you in the in the document that's at the top of I give it in the PDF for this date, and it's also now at the top of continuefortruth.com, or, or near there, the COVID protocol, which I've given 33 times, okay? Um, but this is the most streamlined version, okay, right now. I, I give you the protocol for the involved mild silver protein with 5,000 parts per million. You put a little bit of pharmaceutical-grade DMSO in the silver, well, then that will further supercharge it, Okay. That's something that you can do to even further supercharge it. I don't know, like 15, 20 drops in a bottle. It's going to further supercharge it. Um, I give you the information on, on fevers that we, I just read you. And then I also give you, well, this is kind of redundant, but I give you more information on calcium and vitamin D3. A little bit more information there. Uh, I give you ways to use the silver for lung infections, how you would nebulize it. Now, I've nebulized up to 500 parts per million, and I'm just fine, okay? And Vive says don't say anything more than 100 parts per million, but I'm just telling you, personally, I've done 500 parts per million. I haven't had to do it in so long. My immune system has been just so great. I haven't, you know, it's just been so much better if I just stay on these nutrients, you know? Um, one of the things that I've found that where I will end up, if um, the, the biggest thing that will cause me to need more vitamin C and calcium and things for my immune system is if I am doing too much caffeine. Caffeine um, burns out your adrenals, and when that happens, your immune system goes down and you have a much harder time fighting things off. Okay? So if you're always doing caffeine every day in the form of I can't do coffee. Coffee's like almost a poison to me. Um, if you're doing caffeine every day and never giving yourself breaks, that's another thing that's going to knock your immune system down. And there's, there's, I mean, the only thing that you that I could do in that situation, which I don't do because I give myself breaks on caffeine, the only thing that you could do is just really, really ramp up your C, your calcium, and all the other things so that you can still do caffeine and still have a highly functioning immune system. But... You you abuse your adrenals enough. It doesn't matter what you're gonna do. You're you're gonna you might end up getting sick, regardless of what you got in your system. I'm telling you, because it's like whipping a tired horse. You abuse your adrenals enough. It's like a bank account, and your adrenals have a ton to do with your immune system staying high. Has a ton to do with the energy levels that you have. You got to give yourself breaks off the caffeine. I'm telling you, that is one of the main things that can make your immune system really really do a nosedive is caffeine and anything that's going to act like a stimulant you know like nicotine vaping all that other stuff anything that's going to stimulate adrenal function I'm, I'm sure you could get a similar effect um i give you the the um all the ways to to use this the silver in the sinuses in the lungs 
in the inner ears for eye infections. Um, I, I, um, oh, let's see here. Um, I talk about zinc more. I'm just telling you what's in this document. I get into the graphene oxide and the knack. All of this is in there. I get into the demagnetizing with fulvic acid. I get into the pine needle tea uh, for the vaccine shedding, which is another option that you've got. Quisertin is another option. I carry good quisertin too. I don't have that in the dock, but that's another thing that they've found has a really good effect for COVID-19. That's another thing that you can do. And pine needle tea. I give you where to order that in the whole nine yards. So um, I'm trying to be as one-stop for you as I can be, you know, regarding everything that you would need to do to keep your immune system high. Um, so let me just see here. Okay, I'll give you a link here to the COVID-19 recommendations and supplement. But again, it's right at the top of the website now, continuefortruth.com. Um, the, the, the biggest key, like I'm saying, is if you know you're going to be around these people day in, day out, keeping these supplements in your system, whether you get them from me or whether you get them from somewhere else, I just want you to be protected. Okay, I use the silver and I don't even use it a lot. I, I do it like maybe once a week just to keep candida levels in my bloodstream down because I'm prone to that. Uh, I don't really use it because I feel like I'm getting sick hardly ever because I've got enough of these other things that I just mentioned in my system where I don't get sick. And that's what got me in alternative healthcare. So you're talking to somebody that, that that's like my, really in my wheelhouse, the immune system thing. Okay, so um, uh, let's go further. Where are we on time here? Well, about um, okay. Then um, another listener, longtime listener, Carissa. She she's um, this is a listener comment about overcoming COVID and being on the right supplements. Uh, she told me I just got this today. Uh, she said we all got sick. My lo my son lost his taste and smell, and again that's because the zinc was depleted to nothing, and it was all respiratory related. We did your COVID protocol and the silver through a nebulizer for all of us. That really seemed to help. I haven't been sick in over 12 years. So for me to get sick, it was something different. And again, this is the whole thing. You're almost going to have to, you, you might have like the immune system of a, of a mastodon. You know what I mean? T-Rex or whatever. Okay. You might find now that you haven't got sick in 20. And all of a sudden now you're getting sick because you're dealing with a bioweapon that we have ne our immune systems have never seen before. So as good as you may have been in the past, you gotta understand we're in a whole new ball game now. All right, so she said, I haven't been over sick in 12 years and for me to get sick, it was something different. I was on everyone to take what you said every two hours, okay? It was exhausting, but everyone was better by 72 hours. Okay, so they were totally over the COVID. And from what I'm reading here, they weren't taking this stuff ahead of time. Now, had they been on the supplements ahead of time, guaranteed they would have, the sickness probably would have never even got into their system because they would have fought it off. You have you typically have about a 12-hour window when you first feel something coming on to really pound the nutrients hard. Now, if they had already had them in their system, and I'm not, this is nothing against Carissa or anybody, okay? Because this is, I, I've done it many, many times where I wasn't taking the stuff that I tell people to take. I felt something coming on. I, I, I didn't really, I kind of drug my feet and then it got in my system and then it was a big deal. 
Then it was like maybe a week before I was totally over it. Sometimes two weeks. Okay. You've typically got no more. And, and it's probably a little bit less than 12 hours, maybe even an eight hour. You have this limited window. And I think it depends on the person where if you start pounding the nutrients, you start feeling something coming out. Now, it's just, what's better than that is just having them in your system so you don't ever get sick, which is what I do. I learned the hard way, though. Okay, so I'm not judging anybody about all this information. I've learned all this stuff I'm telling you the hard way. Okay, I just keep it in my system now. And I don't, I can't really remember the last time I actually got sick. You know, where I was like in bed and in, I, it hasn't happened in years. I've had stuff that I had fought off in the last couple of years and it probably was COVID, but I was over it within like a day. Okay, day or two-ish. And it wasn't, it never really got in my system because I always had the stuff in me. So that's the point I'm trying to so drive home. She was better in 72 hours though, when they went on the protocol. Had they already been on the nutrients, they probably would have never even got in their system and it wouldn't, it would have been a non-issue. They would have never even knew they were fighting off anything. But if you do feel something coming down, hit it hard. Hit it really, really hard that first 12 hours. And at bare minimum, what it's going to equate to is that you're not, you might go from having to deal with something for uh, three days. And if you don't hit it hard, you might have to go to dealing with it for two weeks. So the effort you put in at the beginning will save you a lot of misery on the backside is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Then what else is I, I've gotten this over the years. Um, this is the Invive Silver dosing chart for children, babies, and animals. Now, this is the maximum dosage in case of severe infection. Maximum. So this isn't what I would start out somebody with. Again, what I would, and again, with animals, it's harder because, you know, animals typically, I just advise the silver because I'm not a vet or anything like that. I know the silver safe for animals, but again, you don't want to give them too much. You don't want to give them too much of a Herxheimer reaction, a die-off reaction, but it's essentially the dosing chart for children, babies is the same for animals. Okay. And I give you the, the dosing chart here. Okay. It's going to be on a page about 17. I'm not going to go over it all because you really need to probably print it out. So you have it in a printout format, but I've, I've, uh, the, the, the dosing chart is no different for animals than it is humans. See the chart above for children and babies regarding max dosage according to body weight. Okay. So it would depend on body weight and you divide doses and, um, it tells you how to do all that. Okay. So that's in here. Um, all right. So I think I'm totally, totally over on time and we're ready to switch gears anyway. So God bless you. And we will see you in part two.